thanks to uh, Rough Greens for uh, sponsoring this uh, portion of the Blaze coverage of the program. Rough Greens um, really has changed my dog and will change your dog. It is not dog food. It's it's a supplement that you put on that has all of the antioxidants, the ma- the um, omega oils, pro- probiotics. It's food that's alive that keeps your dog alive. Uh, give your dog Rough Greens 14-day jump start and uh, just see if he'll eat it. Our dogs love it. And then watch the change. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call the number on the screen. America. Last night, I did the show I hoped I never had to do. I feel the same way today. A show that I don't want to do, uh, and uh, I hoped I never would. But the bridge is out, and we are approaching it on Election Day. And you need to be prepared for what is really going on. I'm going to use their own words from their own documents. I'm going to point to these documents and show you everything we showed last night on our TV show. I'm going further in depth on those. And you will clearly understand what we are headed for. It is important to see what the Democrats... And quite honestly, those progressive Republicans, there's at least three of them, on what they are doing to wrestle this country away from you. It is terrifying. But we we start today with the good senator uh, that is going to tell us why the the investigations that are going on right now into hunter biden why is that even important it is possibly the end of our republic if we aren't informed and we don't know what's going on senator ron johnson is joining us in 60 seconds this is the glenn beck program you're one of those people uh, like I used to be who suffers from frequent unrelenting pain. It's time to be proactive. Most of our pain is caused from inflammation. Our joints swell. And, you know, then your, your pain receptors light up like a Christmas tree. I have lived with it long enough. About three years ago. That's where I was. Now I'm out of pain. I've been out of pain for almost three years because I started taking relief factor. And believe me, I tried Everything and nothing took me out of pain. Now, I feel great. I feel better than I felt in 10 years at least. Get out of pain. Do what I did. Try Relief Factor. Not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Why would you do that unless it's working for you? Just try it. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's Relief Factor. (sighs) 
I, yesterday, was amazed at, at Comey. He didn't know absolutely anything. And the reports that we now have with their own handwriting on it shows that they knew that everything that happened uh, in the impeachment hearing was a setup. They knew it. They had all of the information. They knew Hillary Clinton was behind it. And yet, they put America through what they put America through. Why? Because the deep state is too powerful right now. And Donald Trump and anyone who's going into Congress or into uh, the Senate is disrupting all of that. It's not just the power. It is the obscene amounts of money. Have you noticed how rich all of these people are? How does that happen? You're going to serve and you leave a millionaire? How does a guy like Joe Biden spend 50 years as a public servant and live the lifestyle he has? How are his, all of his kids wealthy? Most people don't care about Hunter Biden. And quite honestly, I don't care about Hunter Biden either. What I do care about is we're possibly going to elect a president who is the most corrupt that we have ever seen what happened in china what happened in ukraine is sickening and if it's not ended we don't have a republic anymore senator ron johnson is with us now senator how are you sir i'm great glenn hope you are as well uh, I am. I'm just very, very concerned about our republic in this coming election uh, for what they have planned, because we've seen if you didn't believe in the deep state in 2016, I get it. But if you don't believe in it now, you're not paying attention at all. And uh, nobody seems to be interested in in uncovering any of this or actually doing anything about it, except for a small handful of people. And you're one of them. Well, what I've certainly discovered in our investigations, which literally date back to March of 2015, when my committee started investigating the Hillary Clinton email scandal, and you know, we're the ones that found the extensive editing of the James Comey exoneration memo. Yeah. Uh, but, but what I found is the deep state starts right below the surface and is pervasive throughout these agencies. So just below the political appointees, we have a deep state. These are, by and large, committed to... Democrats committed leftists so uh, that they support Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. They do not support President Trump. And we've seen them undermine, undermine and sabotage this administration from day one. I mean, Glenn, it is remarkable that in two weeks you had two phone conversations from President Trump first to the prime minister of Australia and then to the president of Mexico leaked to the press. Right. You know, my, my committee looked at uh, leaks 126 or 125 in the first 126 days. And 62 of those had to do with national security. And these were the leaks that spawned and fueled and kept going the false Russian narrative that then James, people like James Comey and Robert Mueller picked up the ball and they just kept pushing it uh, on the American public. And, and, and look at the turmoil this has put our, our political system in for the last you know, almost four years now. So that brings, brings us to a place, Ron, where we, we are looking at um let's say hunter biden we now know through treasury receipts that uh that he took three and a half million dollars from the wife of the russian mayor or the uh, moscow mayor totally corrupt 
took a transfer of funds for loan payments, which is code for money laundering, uh, and shipped it directly to Hunter Biden. We know it. We have all of the wire transfers from the, the Treasury Department. And yet the media and and Joe Biden was allowed to say and never corrected. That's all been debunked. It's not true. Yeah, I get so sick of that term debunked. Uh, Glenn, I've said for a long time, the bias in the media is revealed far more by what they don't report versus what they actually the very overt bias in what they do. And so what they first of all, the. Before our report came out, they were carrying the false allegations that Chuck Grassley and I were peddling Russian disinformation. Right. And we had literally hundreds of hundreds of news stories peddling that false allegation. Since our report came out, you know, first of all, they stopped with that allegation largely because there's no Russian disinformation in our report. But they just collectively shrugged our report. So, oh, there's nothing new here. Right. I mean, the, these rumors about Hunter Biden have been out there. That's true. And the mainstream media has never covered them. So once we put a little bit more meat on the bones, once we start giving them these, these, you know, start revealing these documents that, by the way, don't, they don't answer all the questions. We don't have access to all of Hunter Biden's financial transactions, but there's so much we did reveal. You know, the three and a half million dollar payment. There's another 391,000 that flowed from that widow in, into a company called BAKUSA that was also promoted by Andrew Cuomo. Then millions of dollars of transactions to and from Chinese nationals with connections to the Communist Party of China, as, as well as uh, former affiliations with the People's Liberation Army. These are troubling, troubling revelations. And again, the media just, oh, nothing, nothing new here, all debunked, no wrongdoing. The Senate report shows no wrongdoing. We reveal all kinds of potential wrongdoing and potential conflict of interest, counterintelligence, and extortion risk and threat in a Biden administration. So we spent about a year looking at what was happening with Ukraine and the civil society 2.0, the George Soros connections to um, getting in and wanting to change the Constitution, setting up a um you know uh what would you even call it an extra constitutional uh, law authority uh and prosecution authority over in ukraine um all coordinated with the obama administration all of this stuff that is going on and now we are looking at the same kind of things happening here in our own state and 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 i look at i look at the you know transition integrity project that is a a well coordinated uh, uh, plan to overthrow a an election if the popular vote goes the way of Biden. Are you? Are, and of course, we, go ahead. I say we was a complete corruption of the transition process last time. Right. You know, we're we're, we're going to have our report. One of the things I've been pointing out as we try to do this, this oversight work, again, looking at the deep state, it's, impo- it's almost impossible to get documents, and you need documents in order to do decent interviews. And, but one of the things I've been doing in most recent TV hits is I show one email that we got from the General Service Administration in our transition uh, investigation. We get the exact same email from the FBI production. What's notable is from the GSA, we can read the whole email. The FBI, it's completely redacted. It's almost 100% redacted. And this is after the FBI. I got so frustrated, I subpoenaed their records. 
They're, they have just, we've just ex- had expired the second extension, and we still haven't basically got squat. Gina Haspel has not provided us any information. And, the, and one of the main reasons the, the hearing with Comey was, was pretty successful yesterday is the day before, we finally did get from uh, DNI Radcliffe an email talking about the fact that Russia had information that Hillary Clinton had signed off on a, a plan to stir up a scandal against uh, presidential candidate Trump tying him to Putin in Russia, and that Brennan actually briefed Obama on this, claiming that Hillary Clinton si- signed off on this on July 26 of 2016, and then that was referred by the intelligence community to the FBI for investigation to Comey and to Strzok, and Comey goes, I don't remember that at all. So, so they, they start an investigation on Trump based on George Papadopoulos having some bar talk in London and so this whole thing spins into a investigation, into a special counsel, eventually into impeachment. But James Comey doesn't remember when Hillary, Hillary Clinton actually bought and paid for the Steele dossier, which had Russian disinformation. And now we have allegations that she was actually approving a plan to spin up the scandal. I mean, this, this is mind-boggling stuff. And when you put that piece of the puzzle into our timelines, we, you, by the way, you did a great job with timelines. We've learned from you. Thank you. you. Same thing. We put, we put that piece of puzzle into our timeline. It's pretty interesting. So if she signs off on this on January on July 26, well, that's the exact same day the for- friendly foreign government delivered this information on Papadopoulos to the U.S. Embassy in London. Two days later, that information is, is relayed to uh, the counterintelligence division at FBI headquarters here in D.C. Three days later, they, they set up Crossfire Hurricane. Now we're also starting to see that Robbie Mook, a month before, made his only visit to the White House. Again, these are just pieces of the puzzle. There's no absolute proof, but it raises so many serious questions that, once again, the mainstream media is completely ignoring. You know, you know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm peddling Russian inf- information. I'm a kook. You're a kook. We're all kooks. No, this is serious information. And when President Trump said there was a, a, an attempted coup against his administration, He's right. that's exactly what this was. I, that's what's so frightening about this. And the American people don't know the truth because the mainstream media is not reporting on it. Um, Senator, I have to tell you, I didn't believe I was very uncomfortable with the talk of a deep state coming from Donald Trump. I actually thought that there was a good chance that all this was true um, about Russia uh, and Donald Trump's connections. And I told my staff, I want you to overturn every stone and we are going to go where the truth leads us. If that means we go against Everybody on the right, because Donald Trump was dirty, we do it. If he's clean, we do it. There, it, there was no one that was more skeptical of Donald Trump at the beginning than I was. I was probably his biggest adversary. What he said was absolutely true. What, was, what he said was going on, this, there has not been a peaceful transition of power since George Bush and that is just a fact. These people have worked, conspired, and tried to thwart and overthrow him every day he has been in office, and it started before he got into office. If we don't clean this up, we don't have a republic. No, Glenn, you're exactly right, and this should be outrageous and shocking to the American public, but they just shrug it off. And again, when, when, the, when they asked the vice president in, in the debates, uh, about whether or not he would support packing the courts. Right. 
whether he support the Senate getting rid of the filibuster and turning the Senate in the, in the House. Uh, he's, he's not pressed to actually answer the question, which is, uh, it's got to drive Trump nuts. Yeah. And, and by the way, th- th- this is their, their game plan. This is how they operate. Exactly what they did against President Trump. They, they spun up this, in, this entire false narrative about Russia collusion is a diversionary operation, is what I've always believed, against yep. their misdeeds in yep. the FBI. Okay, and it, it's worked phenomenally well. Yep. They did the same thing against me. They, they literally created an intelligence product accusing Chuck Grassley and myself of peddling Russian disinformation, receiving it from this Andre Durkash. We didn't. It's completely false. They leaked that to the press, and that's where you get 100 news stories accusing us of peddling Russian dis- disinformation. It's all completely false, but they got away with it with President Trump. They're going to try it time and time and time again. Senator, I I know you are really busy. I have to break for one minute for a network break. Could I ask you to just to hold for one minute and and then come back? Or do you have to run? No, I'm happy to stay. Okay, all right. Um, Quickly, let me just uh, tell you about our sponsor and we can get right back to it. Uh, I've been telling you about Rough Greens for a while now. It's amazing. It's amazing. My dog, Uno, I'm going to film him tonight. I have to. I have to take a video of this. Because he is, he is so playful now. He's like he's three. I, and this started, I don't know, about a month into Rough Greens. Um, we noticed a change in his activity. And then he started getting playful. Now it's crazy. He is a totally different dog. We've been feeding him Rough Greens for about six months. Please try this out. Just see if, he'll, if your dog will eat it. Um, and just get the 14-day jump start. Our dogs love it. If they love it, you are going to watch your dog transform. You really are. Full of antioxidants and minerals and omega oils and probiotics, the stuff your dog needs. You put this on whatever dog food you're feeding your dog now, and you watch the changes. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call them now, 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. We're with Senator Ron Johnson. Uh, you are the committee chairperson for the um, uh, Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs uh, Committee. So I want to ask you this question. Today, uh, last night, I, well, for the last three weeks, I've been doing a special, a series on um, the color revolutions and the, the way the left is using that right now to have a revolution, I believe, in our country, a coup. And I've been... I'm today on radio. I am going through the um, preventing a disrupted presidential election and transition from the transition integrity project. This is so well planned, so well coordinated. Um, they uh, they are already talking about going to certain members in the National Guard. Uh, they have already if you watch the media, if you read this and watch the media, it's all in line. This is a coordinated coup and a coordinated way to change America fundamentally. Is anyone aware of this and planning for a government response? I would say probably not. Oh, jeez. Um, Good God. No, I, mean, it, it, I mean, look at, look at, look at how lonely Chuck Grassley and I are in terms of our own investigations. We have people of our own side saying this is not appropriate use of, of committee funds to uh, investigate these types of things. 
Um, so, so no, I mean, pe- people have their heads so far, and I'll say in the sand here in Washington, D.C., in terms of what's happening, and the left is extremely effective at this. You know, they're, they're blaming all this on white supremacists, e- even though we know that all these riots, these, you know, the, the 10,000 yeah. demonstrations have turned to, into, it's got to be now over 600 riots in the streets. Those riots aren't being run by conservatives. Those are being run by Biden supporters, by Black Lives Matter, by Antifa. And yet the mainstream media, by and large, suppresses that. You know, they, they don't show the full destruction. In Kenosha, Wisconsin, I still don't have a tally of how many businesses were burned, what the economic destruction was, destruction was as all the downtown had to board themselves up. It's just, you know, it's, it's the drive-by media. And that is the problem. That's what conservatives have always had as a hurdle in terms of our ability to get the truth out to the American public. When the mainstream media turns a blind eye to it, it's like it doesn't even exist. Senator. Now, I am highly concerned about this. And one last point, because people are saying, because John Durham is not, doesn't look like he's going to report. Because, oh, he might be too, politic, too politicizing the election. Dear God Almighty. The, the, the politicization would be if, if the American people don't learn what happened. That's the politicization of, the, of this election. Senator, I have been warning of these times for a long time. And um if if you indeed did get anything from the ukraine special i am very grateful that our, our team could serve um but the last three s specials that i did we will send them to your office you, you need to see them and even if you can't get anything done in congress you, we, somebody needs to speak to the american people with authority on this because we are facing a a revolution and a coup and it begins in about four weeks and they are so well buttoned up. Um, I thank you, Senator. I really do. I thank you for everything. God bless you. Thank you, Senator Ron Johnson. Pray for our country. More in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When you're going to do a job and do it right, you need the right set of tools. Anytime I try to repair something around the house, uh, I, I, I can't fix anything right because up until recently, I didn't have a toolbox full of all the right tools. Now I do. You carry the business card of the repairman uh, that you're going to call when it turns out, you know, you have to fix something. That's in my toolbox. All the numbers of everybody who can repair something. When it comes to keeping yourself and your family safe when you're online, the toolbox full of everything you're going to need is Norton 360. On top of the real-time protection tools that keep your personal information safe while you're on Wi-Fi, including a VPN, which is the most important thing you can do with bank-grade encryption, Norton 360 offers a safe cam that will notify you if somebody's hacked into your system and is attempting to activate your webcam. That happens. When it comes to Wi-Fi security, Norton 360's got you covered. No one can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get up to 50% off your first year with an annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, Glenn, for $10 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. For the next 90 minutes, I'm going to take you through um, preventing a disruptive 
presidential election and transition. It's from the Transition Integrity Project. I'm going to take you through it and um, explain what it means and who they are. This is the game plan uh, that is being put out, uh, and I'll explain by who here in just a second. It's being put out. Uh, it is it is being placed into action in the deep state, in all of the media, uh, and it is something that you must know about. You need to understand. For those who have listened to me for many years, these are the things that I told you would come. They're not coming necessarily in the package that I thought. There are many things that I hold sacred that I felt, saw, or knew that I didn't understand until recently. But I believe that some of us are given a responsibility to warn. I believe some of us are given a gift or a curse to be able to put puzzle pieces together and to see what others can't see. I have prayed that I have been that I was wrong. I actually even started to believe that maybe I was. But when I saw things originally everything was shown to me like a flat wall i had no idea this is why i'm so bad on timing i have no idea what the timing was and i was hoping that it was just my imaginations on the things that i saw We are not fighting men. Arms are not the weapons that you use in a spiritual battle. And while this will be a physical battle, not by our choosing, I believe. This is a spiritual battle. And we may be a small minority of those of us who gather here every day and have for a long time. But I have a strong belief that it is because of the leadership that you will provide, because you are informed. That will save many and possibly the Republic. Rarely do I do my show with my scriptures open in front of me today is one of those days and i pray you hear this not to cause fear not to cause anger but to to cause a sense of urgency to go back 
to God and pray for our country and to prepare yourself and your family for what is coming. This is the executive summary of of the Transition Integrity Project. I'm going to read directly from it. Uh, It is Preventing a Disrupted Presidential Election in Transition. In June 2020, the Transition Integrity Project convened in a bipartisan group of over 100 current and former senior government and campaign leaders and other experts in a series of 2020 election crisis scenario planning exercises. The results of all four tabletop exercises were alarming. We assess with a high degree of likelihood that November's elections will be marked by chaotic legal and political landscape. We also assess that President Trump is likely to contest both the legal result uh, and contest by legal and extra legal means in attempt to hold on to power. Recent events, including the president's own unwillingness to commit to the uh, abiding by the results of the election and the attorney general's embrace of the president's groundless electoral fraud claims and the unprecedented deployment of federal agents to put down left wing protests. Where where have we had an unprecedented uh, deployment of agents to put down any of these protests, which seem to continue? They all underscore the extreme links to which President Trump may be willing to go in order to save his office. Now, it says on page three, the Transition Integrity Project was launched in late uh, 2019 out of concern the Trump administration may seek to manipulate, ignore, undermine, or disrupt the 2020 presidential election and transition process. Tip takes no position on how Americans should cast their votes or on the likely winner of the upcoming election. Either major party candidate could prevail at the polls in November without resorting to dirty tricks. However, the administration of Donald Trump has steadily undermined core norms of democracy and rule of law and embraced numerous corrupt and authoritarian practices. This presents a a profound challenge for those from either party who are committed to ensuring free and fair elections. I want to tell you first who they are, because that all sounds beautiful. That all sounds just wonderful that these are just people that just really care. And I wish, honestly, that they were, because all I want is a free and fair election. All you want is a free and fair election. But the Transition Integrity Project was founded by a name uh, by a woman named Rosa Brooks, She's a law professor and a columnist that worked for the Pentagon, which is disturbing, from 2009 to 2011. Her old boss before that was George Soros. We showed you last night on television an email that was part of the Podesta hack that was revealed by WikiLeaks. In it, Brooks emailed Podesta referencing a meeting they both attended with George Soros and she ended with an offer of help. Let me know if there's anything I can do to be helpful to you and Jake. Well, Jake is Jake Sullivan, who's worked for Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. He's now back with Biden as part of his team. So here we have Brooks and the Transition Integrity Project claiming to be totally nonpartisan attended big wig meetings with Democrats at George Soros's house and offering their help to both John Podesta and Jake Sullivan. 
Jake Sullivan uh, was uh, producing the preventive uh, of a disrupted presidential election transition document is was this part of the support? This was this part of the support. The left used the research to war game everything they were planning to do on election night, and it's all in this report. Now, the organization that convened the war game that this report that I'm going to share with you today was uh, was put on by a group called Fight Back Table. That's what it that's the war games. It was convened. It was organized and it was paid for by George Soros. I want you to do your own homework. This is not hidden, but it will be soon. I urge you to burn to disc anything you find burn to disc these programs this is a soros organization called democracy alliance on their own website as we showed you last night they proudly boast that the fight back table is their initiative so this is an entirely soros run operation his former employee who still attends high level meetings with both him and top democrats wrote the playbook about a Soros organization sponsored war game. Now the event was split between two sides. I'm going to get into this here in a second, but I want to give you quickly the findings that they highlight in the report. One, the concept of election night is no longer accurate and indeed is dangerous. The concept of election night is no longer accurate and indeed dangerous. Why? We face a period where people will be uh, contesting, stretching from the first day a ballot is cast in mid-September until January 20th. The winner may not, and we assess likely will not be known on election night as officials count mail-in ballots. This period of uncertainty provides opportunities for an unscrupulous candidate to cast doubt on the legitimacy of the process and set up an unprecedented assault on the outcome. Let me ask you, if you did a war game and it all the chaos ensued and everything went to hell in a handbasket because you changed the rules and said, everyone, you should mail in your ballots. If you were the cause of the 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 delay wouldn't you do everything you could to make sure we had an answer like we always do on election night why would you make this worse campaigns parties and the press and public must be educated to adjust expectations starting immediately i'm going to tell you who was in this room and you'll understand why the media is now telling us over and over again uh, there's not going to be a result It'll be a uh, red mirage. The second finding, a determined campaign has the opportunity to contest the election into January 2020, uh, 2021. Uh, we anticipate lawsuits, divergent media narratives, attempts to stop the counting of ballots, protests drawing people from both sides. President Trump, the incumbent, will very likely use the executive branch to aid his campaign strategy, including through the Department of Justice. We assess that there is a chance the president will try to uh, uh, convince legislatures and or governors to take actions, including illegal actions, to defy the popular vote. Key words. 
not the electoral process, the popular vote. Federal laws provide little guidance for how Congress should resolve irregularities when they convene in a joint session on January 6, 2021. Of particular concern is how the military would respond in the context of uncertain election results. Here, recent evidence offers some reassurance, but it's inconclusive. The administration on the third point, the transition process itself may be highly disrupted. Participants in our exercises of all backgrounds and ideologies believed that Trump would prioritize personal gain and self-protection over ensuring an order orderly administrative handoff to his successor. Trump may use pardons to thwart future criminal prosecution, arrange business deals with foreign governments to benefit him financially, attempt to bribe and silence associates, declassify sensitive documents, and attempt to divert federal funds to his own businesses. Wow. That's what they think is coming. Wow. So how do they stop it? This is going to take us the rest of the show. Please do not miss a minute of it. Real estate agents, I trust. If you are a staunch Democrat and you're thinking about moving to Texas in the near future, we're all sold out. I mean, it's crazy. It's bad here. Really horrible. Oh, you'd hate it. Let me tell you about a little business I started calling real estate agents I don't trust. Uh, if you're a Democrat and you want to move to Texas, you should go there. Um, here's, the, uh, here's the thing for anybody who understands freedom and you want to move to a state that understands freedom. If you're looking to sell your house, you need somebody who is really, really good. You need the agent that you have in your area that will impress the socks off you because... They are the ones that have the best track record. They have they have gone into this business and dedicated themselves and have the best track record of buying and selling the most homes in your area. Real estate agents. I The name says it all. It's a free service to you. Find the right person. Real estate agents. I trust dot com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I am taking you through a couple of documents today. The first one is preventing a disrupted presidential election and transition. The executive summary. You can find this document and uh, another document called indivisible, uh, which I will go over also later. You need to uh, download these, burn them to discs and share them with everyone, you know, because this is the game plan. You will be able to see exactly what is going on you will see that this is not uh, this is a coordinated movement to take this election uh, and you will understand that in the next hour let me just give you a couple of things that are in the document to set it up and then i'll go through it next hour 
um, their their goal, their recommendations include a plan for contested election. If there's a crisis, events will unfold quickly. Sleep deprived leaders will be asked to make consequential decisions quickly. Thinking through options now will help ensure better decisions. Approach this as a political battle, not just a legal battle. In the event of electoral uh, uh, contest, sustained political mobilization will likely be crucial for ensuring in transition integrity. Dedicated staff and resources need to be in place at least through the end of January. Two, focus on readiness in the states, providing political support for complete and accurate counts. Address three, address two biggest threats head on the lies about voter fraud and escalating violence. And then anticipate a rocky administrative transition. They are prepared. 30 minutes ago, you heard me talk to a senator who is on the committee is the chair for Homeland Security. He said, we haven't done anything on this. We, as a government, are not prepared for what's coming. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's, Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, I got a new box of Built Bars in, and they just, oh my gosh, are they good. Um, the banana bread, unbelievable. The orange and chocolate, so great. The apple almond crisp, really good. Oh my, this one is, this one is almost sacred. Uh, the double chocolate, the double chocolate. Oh my, the toffee almond. These are so good. They're like candy bars, but they're not. They're high-protein, low-calorie, high-fiber, low-carb. Tanya tried to get me to try one of these things for I don't know how long. I never would because every time I've ever had a protein bar, it tastes like a doormat. This is taste first, but they make sure they don't make anything that doesn't taste exactly right uh, and try to schlep it off because they know that you're not going to eat it if it doesn't taste good. These are fantastic. If you have a sweet tooth, Built Bar. About 130 calories, but all the good stuff in it. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get $10 off your first order and get a really yummy box. It's like Christmas. Uh, use the promo code BECK. Get $10 off. Promo code BECK at BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com. Fifteen 
are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. If you don't understand what the left has planned and has put into practice over the last several years, they have been doing dry runs. Everything you have seen in on our streets and and in the last few years, that has just been a buildup to a plan that launches the week of the election. And you need to know where what it is, and I happen to have it, because they're not ashamed of it. This is a Soros-sponsored uh, war game scenario on how to protect the presidential election and transition. It's anything but. It is an assault on our Constitution. And, and while I can, I'm going to read this to you. And it is posted at glenbeck.com. Don't take a word of what I say as gospel. Use the original source and share it with your friend. We go over it in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. No one can take away who you are as a person. Not even a cyber criminal, but they try to. And it, if you've ever had your your good name taken and besmirched, <laughs> you realize that's all you have. And if somebody has taken a cyber criminal has taken your identity and then besmirched it and destroyed your credit, destroyed you, you know what it feels like. There's nothing left. So it's important that you understand how cybercrime and identity theft affects you. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. They find new ways to steal our identities. And you might miss certain identity threats if all you're doing is monitoring your credit. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can find out if your information is on the dark web right now. Get your free dark web scan at lifelock.com slash scan. Pick the plan that's right for you. Save up to $25 off your first year with the promo code BECK. That's a free scan at lifelock.com slash scan and 25% off the promo code BECK. Do it now. What I'm going to share with you is the Transition Integrity Project. A, they convened a bipartisan group of over 100 current, former, senior government campaign leaders and other experts, who I will identify here uh, for you now. Each simulation exercise involved seven teams, each composed of two to three people. The teams were constructed to allow players flexibility to adopt different identities and di- at different points in the game. The teams were the Trump team, the Biden campaign, Republican elected officials, Democratic elected officials, career federal government employees, civilian and military and political appointees. Then the media, right wing, left wing and mainstream. Then the public. This was uh, this team was manned by polling experts. The teams were made up of participants with real life experience in those roles. It is important to note, according to the document, the exercise was not designed to model or simulate uh, simulate legal strategy, but rather better understand the potential political mobilization and media dynamics surrounding a potential uh, electoral contestant uh, and how to how candidates might use and exercise political power to achieve a win. Well, that's pretty telling, isn't it? So this isn't about 
fairness or protecting it. It's about how to use political power to win. During the exercises, Team Trump and the GOP elected officials took the following steps. Calling for recounts in all states where victory was not already apparent. Launching coordinated investigations at the state and federal levels on alleged voting irregularities in an attempt to undermine public confidence in results that that didn't go Trump's way. Uh, Attempt to halt the counting of mail-in ballots by filing cases in state court or leaning on Republican leaders to stop vote counting or certify a result early without waiting for the certified results for the Secretary of State. Turning out their well-organized, this is so laughable, turning out their well-organized and committed base to take to the streets in Trump's favor. Republicans have never been well-organized, in part by disseminating disinformation about the danger posed by a pro-Biden demonstrator, suggesting likely Antifa violence. Relying on both Fox News and right-wing social media and echo chambers to amplify pro-Trump messages and facilitate the harassment and bullying of election officials to cause chaos and delay and or intimidate officials into taking actions that benefited Team Trump. Also, to use federal agencies to justify or support Trump campaign tactics. One of the more aggressive moves undertaken by the TIP exercises, Team Trump had Attorney General Bill Barr order the seizure of mail-in ballots to ensure that vote counting would stop. So that's what they're expecting us to do. And there is a lot of a lot of stuff in there about the the violence on the streets being caused uh, by the right. That's why you're hearing all of this now in the media. They are softening those who are on the left, who are believing this, and they are also uh, putting the propaganda out into the system. So the average person will think that there are Klan members everywhere. During the exercise, and by the way, Chris Wallace played right into that, knowingly or unknowingly, I'm going to leave it at that. Knowingly or unknowingly, he played right into that. During the exercises, Team Biden and Democratic elected officials took the following steps. They organized, this is Team Biden, 1,000 influencers to denounce the efforts to steal the election. They organized all living presidents to stand with Biden and denounce Trump administration efforts to subvert the Democratic process. So that would be Carter Obama, Clinton, and Bush. That's not a hard call. Uh, Recruiting moderate Republican governors such as Baker in Massachusetts, Hogan in Maryland to form an election protection coalition. Working with local Democratic elected officials to call on the adjunct general of the National Guard, along with representatives from the technology sector to monitor vote counting. Organizing a bipartisan National Day for Restoration of Democracy and a National Day of Unity, including faith leaders. Attempting a capital strike and work stoppage as part of an overall effort to push corporate leaders to insist that all ballots be counted. That's what happened uh, when they war-gamed this out. Team Biden, it says, during TIPS exercises, almost always called for and relied on mass protests 
to demonstrate the public's commitment to a legitimate outcome with the objective of hardening the resolve of Democratic elected officials to fight and take action. The possibility for violence, the report says, again, this is the they say it's a bipartisan support, but it was fully funded by George Soros and his allies. The possibility for violence will increase significantly and the actions of law enforcement will become critical. Tip scenario exercise suggests that President Bush and his more fervent supporters have every incentive to try to turn peaceful protests. (sighs) Or pro Biden protests violent in order to generate evidence that Democratic victory is tantamount to mob rule. So I'm going to go right to what they did, and then I'm going to come back to uh, what their conclusions are. So they ran four games, and the game summaries these war games for the election. Game one, ambiguous result. This is the one where you're not really sure who won on, on election night. Game two, a clear Biden victory. That's a clear Biden victory, um, not just on election night. All of these are not just election night. Election night and then through the counting process. Game three, a clear Trump win. This is the most important out of these four. Game four, a narrow Biden win. Okay? Ambiguous, clear Biden, clear Trump, narrow Biden. So let me show you what they did and what they figured out on each game and what their game plan is. So game one, the first game instigated, uh, investigated a scenario in which the outcome of the election remained unclear from election night and throughout gameplay. The election outcome turned on results of three states, North Carolina, Michigan and Florida. Different combinations of outcome from those states could result in a range of final election results, including 269-269 Electoral College tie. A blue shift occurred during the game where that initially looked like a likely a Trump win shifted in the second turn, looking to like a Biden win. So it was unclear in both uh, games. The Trump campaign began the game by calling on Biden to concede based on the election night in-person voting returns, which skewed towards President Trump and the GOP. The Trump campaign also used the bully pulpit of the presidency and influence with the right wing media to lock in the election night returns to call into question mail in ballots or the legitimacy of post election day vote counts and enlist the support of Republican officials in several states to immediately halt further vote counting. The Trump campaign then asked the Department of Justice to deploy federal agents across the nation to secure the voting sites and prepare the National Guard for possible deployment to maintain order under potential protests. Attorney General Barr instructed the GOJ to support litigation that would prevent further counting of mail-in ballots. On election night, the campaign uh, uh, for Biden declared a victory and it was imminent and called for every vote to be counted. The team mobilized a network to influential bipartisan elites, elected officials, retired military officers to speak to the press and denounce any effort to suppress counting the vote. The Biden campaign also called for peaceful rallies, echoing the call to count every vote. Now, here's here's a part of this. First of all. 
They have already engaged, as you will read in this report. You can find it at glenbeck.com. They have already talked to the National Guard. They have already talked to military leaders. They have already laid these plans out. They know how they're going to react. Our side has done nothing. I talked to uh, Senator uh, Johnson about an hour ago, and I talked to him about this. Have we done? He said nothing. We've done nothing. They have an operation. And when they say every vote counts, you have to remember anytime you do mail in voting and mail in voting is new, no matter what anybody says, there were only a couple of states that actually did it. That's not the same as an absentee ballot. And they always throw out about 20 and as high as 30 percent of those ballots regular just any old election they throw away thousands of votes i can guarantee you the press is not going to say that that is a normal process they're going to say they're disenfranchising 200 200,000 people just right here which would work out to be about 20 to 30 percent of the vote which is normal the GOP elected officials publicly supported Trump's victory, claims of voter fraud, but stopped short of deploying the military forces. Democratic elected officials were proactive in states where they held offices to ensure votes would be counted and build bipartisan coalitions to oversee and protect the count. So you notice that already we are being positioned as the stealers of the election. Uh, turn two and three, the Trump campaign turned to uh, again, attempted to federalize the National Guard. Uh, officials from both parties sought to block or overturn results in key states, including seeking uh, use friendly state legislators and governments to send alternate and additional set of electors. After the uh, dice rolls, most of these efforts failed. Uh, the scenario played out. North Carolina went to Biden, Florida to Trump, leaving Michigan as the deciding state. There, a rogue individual destroyed a large number of vet ballots believed to have been supporting Biden, leaving Trump a narrow electoral win. The governor of Michigan used this abnormality as a justification to send a separate pro-Biden set of electors to D.C. Do you see how well thought out this is? President Trump invoked the Insurrection Act. The outcome of the scenario hinged on how the elected officials from the two parties addressed the separate slate of electors from Michigan. GOP officials asserted that as president of the Senate, Vice President Pence could legally choose to accept or reject uh, electors as he wished. There was no clear resolution of the conflict until in the January 6th joint session of Congress, the partisans on both sides still claiming victory, leading to the problem of two claims of commander in chief in power, including access of the nuclear codes at noon on January 20th. That's scenario one. All of this is at glenbeck.com. I'm going to take you through the rest of it. You need to hear all of it. Because we are about four weeks away from these scenarios being put into place. And when you see how the media is already in lockstep, how the media is already doing everything that this document says the media has to do, you are watching a stage play 
There is no truth in what you're watching on mainstream media. You're watching a stage play. And if you don't believe me, good. I'm happy you don't believe me. I don't need you to believe me. I need you to do your own homework. I need you to go look for these documents. I posted them at glenbeck.com. Compare them to a place where you think, you know, there's no... Go to the source, for the love of Pete. It's online. But read them and share them with your friends. More in 60 seconds. Sort of demanding when it comes to wireless earbuds, not only do I want them to produce a good quality sound and have plenty of battery life for a long playtime, especially on airplanes, I don't want them to hurt my ears. I mean, does anybody else hate AirPods? I mean, they really hurt. Anyway, turns out that Raycon wireless earbuds not only meet all of my demands, but they exceed them. They're comfortable, they have a great sound, long battery life, and they don't stick out like antennas. You can actually, you know, listen to a book on tape or something as you're going to sleep and you don't wake up going, ow! They don't hurt your ears. The Everyday E25 earbuds, the best earbuds Raycon has put out yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Now for a limited time, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com. That's B-U-I-R-A-C-O-N, buyraycon.com slash Beck, 15%. Raycon wireless earbuds, the best. Raycon, buyraycon.com slash Beck. 10 second station ID. Okay, in scenario two, Biden won outright in the Electoral College and the popular vote. This is war game number two. The Trump campaign initially contested the outcome of the vote. Once it became clear that efforts to overturn that outcome were unlikely to succeed, the Trump campaign pivoted to a strategy of self-preservation and limited future legal liability. Quite honestly, with what we know of the deep state, damn right, that's exactly what he should do. Make sure that we're not, I mean, because we will be a banana republic. We are there. The deep state is real, and this is evidence of it. We don't put presidents in jail. And that has been the long, and I think it's wrong, but that's been the long standing thing. So we don't have political enemies back and forth and tit for tat. I'm telling you now, everything's changing in our country. We are a banana republic. The Trump campaign initially alleged massive fraud and called for a joint DNI DOJ investigation in election results. The allegations were reinforced by GOP elected officials. Both Trump campaign and GOP team called on the media to cast doubt on the income on the outcomes. Unlike in other scenarios, they never attempted to get state legislators to repudiate the certified popular vote in the states or throat or thwart the state law process for counting ballots. The Trump campaign maximized federal funding for Trump businesses. Now, listen to that. They think that if Biden wins, he's going to take federal funds and direct them to his businesses. The GOP controlled Senate pushed through an outstanding judicial nominations. Damn right. They better. 
The uh, Trump campaign sought to shield Trump and his team from any future criminal jeopardy by preparing pardons for all individuals connected to the administration, regardless of admitted or perceived guilt. Damn right they should. The uh, Biden campaign successfully secured the election result and worked to forge coalitions with elected GOP officials, which dice rolls granted to a limited extent while taking public steps to heal the country. The Democratic elected representative team also pushed for a bipartisan alliance on the Election Protection Coalition as a way to insulate results from the DOJ DNI investigations. They also sought to enlist faithless electors uh, throughout the game, but the, the play did not grant this. So here's a, a clear Biden victory. And I think what the Trump administration w- w- did would be right on the money. Contest it. Don't do anything extra. Look at it. If it's clear, it's clear. Move on. Then protect yourself because these people are vicious. The Biden team emphasized standing up for critical transition process. Uh, They uh, said then the campaign, the Trump campaign started the new MAGA TV station. Uh, The Biden campaign remained focused on transition, blah, 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 blah. So that's. That's regular. The Trump campaign fights for a minute, then gives up, and there's a transition of power, right? Is the Glenn Beck Look at the next one. I'll give you the next one here in just a minute. This is the really important one. All right, we all do things that we regret later down the war, uh, the road. You know, wearing a Hawaiian T-shirt. You know, uh, uh, buying a uh, a Rolex from the guy. You know, on the street corner. That's not really a good idea. Uh, getting into a timeshare, right? I mean, unless you're one of the few lucky people out there, that timeshare has done little except drain money out of your bank account for years. The maintenance fee every year with a maintenance fee. It's time to get out of a bad deal if you're in one. And if you don't think you can, I have some news for you. Help is a phone call away, but you got to make that phone call. This is why you need to schedule a free consultation with the expert advisors at Timeshare Termination Team. They are guaranteed. They have 100 percent positive results they're not going to take it on if they don't if they can't get you out of it time to live your life on your terms i want you to end the madness get the process started don't pay another maintenance fee again and you'll get 20 percent off when you terminate your timeshare all you have to do is go call 888 get you out 888 get you out or timeshare termination team.com timeshare termination team.com by the way, everything I'm talking about today, we go over the last three episodes on Civil War. You can find them now on demand at Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Everything that I am going over today, I urge you. To burn to CD uh, before it is removed, before it is changed or edited. It is preventing a disrupted presidential election and transition. The executive summary from the Transition Integrity Project tip. Uh, This is a, a war game done by, well, it was completely financed by George Soros and his allies. Uh, And so you can guess uh, how things went. It is under the guise of making sure that everything is fair and that we we do the right thing to protect our Constitution and our republic to make sure nobody is trying to steal anything. 
So in the war games, uh, game two was the clear Biden victory. And I just want to recap because the next game was a clear Trump victory. And you tell me if this is a bipartisan group that is plotting to save the republic or destroy the republic. Game two, clear Biden victory. In this scenario, Biden won outright in the Electoral College and the popular vote. The Trump campaign initially contested the outcome of the vote. Once it became clear that efforts to overturn that outcome were unlikely to succeed, the Trump campaign pivoted to a strategy of self-preservation and limiting future legal liability. So in other words, they just uh, they were getting ready to vacate the White House, but he passed a bunch of pardons in advance. Okay, that's that's how bad it got on a clear Biden victory. Now, here's game three, the clear Trump victory. The third scenario posited a comfortable electoral college victory for President Trump, 286 to 252, but also a significant popular vote win, 52 percent to 47 for former vice president. Uh, The gameplay ended. Now, how did it end with a clear Biden The gameplay ended in a constitutional crisis with threats of secession and the potential for either a decline into authoritarianism or a radically revamped set of democratic rules that ensure the popular will prevails. The the game ended with the abolishment of the Electoral College and making the District of Columbia, Puerto Rico states and other changes. Key moves and actions include the Trump campaign had two main objectives on the outset of this scenario. First priority was to legitimize the Electoral College results by pushing narratives that cast doubt on former vice president's popular vote victory by portraying widespread protest of President Trump as anti-American, undemocratic and promoting mob rule. The Trump campaign planted agent provocateurs. Listen to that. Through these protests throughout the country to ensure the protests turn violent and help further the narrative of violent insurrection against a lawfully elected president. Do you really think we need to put some violent provocateurs? It's called Antifa. The second Trump campaign priority was to consolidate power or reduce or eliminate the deep state. The broader institution resistance of President Trump's agenda for his second term. Specific measures included selected promotions of military personnel with pro-American views, rushing judicial nominations, increasing financial incentives to big businesses, and working with states to maximize GOP control through redistricting. The GOP elected official team was supportive of Trump's effort to crack down on protest, establishing law and order and defeating the anarchists was the unifying call. But they pressed President President Trump to slow down on the campaign's more aggressive and overt efforts to consolidate power, partly out of concern that they would lose support of moderate Democrats needed to publicly declare Trump's legitimate victory. Uh, the most constant. Now, why are there riots in the streets? Why are there even protests in the streets? Because if it was a clear victory, Joe Biden should say, I give up. He's the president. He won the popular vote and he won the Electoral College. If he wins the Electoral College and not the popular vote, the time to change the rules is in a non-heated discussion in a non-heated time. We have that conversation You're not having that conversation. You're having that conversation on the streets after you don't like the results. That is revolution.
They also capitalize on concern about widespread voter suppression before and on Election Day. The Biden campaign began the game by encouraging three states with Democratic governors, North Carolina, Wisconsin and Michigan, to ask for recounts. As the game developed, governors in two of the three, Wisconsin and Michigan, sent separate slates of electors to counter those sent by the state legislature. So do you see what's happening? There is a clear uh, Trump win. That's the scenario. Biden doesn't give up. Trump did. When it becomes apparent he can't win, Trump gives up. Now, why are we worried about what Trump would do when we see that the the left is planning in a clear victory for Donald Trump to send other delegates uh, and uh, and and other electors separate slates? The GOP failed to convince moderate Democrats in the House to break ranks with the Democratic resistance, very important words, and support Trump's electoral victory, much to the GOP's surprise. Part of the strategy here was to attack the Electoral College and claim that the certified popular votes in those states were questionable because of voter suppression. At the end of the first term, the country was in the midst of a full-blown constitutional crisis characterized by political chaos, widespread threats of violence, and sporadic actual violence in the streets. For a hostile, dangerous, highly partisan, and frequently unconstrained information and media environment. You know, I'm tired of the Democrats lecturing that he just has to do the right thing for the country. No, there's times you have to do the right thing for the Constitution because they all swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. You're not protecting and defending a president, a party, an ideology. You are protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States. This is to change our political system. Turns two and three, the Biden campaign encouraged, listen to this, the Biden campaign encouraged Western states, particularly California, but also Oregon, Washington, uh, to be collectively known as Cascadia, to secede from the union unless congressional Republicans agreed to a set of structural reforms to fix our democratic system to ensure majority rules. With advice from President Obama, the Biden campaign submitted a pr- proposal to one uh, give statehood to Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico to accurately represent its population in the Senate. Require Supreme Court justices to retire at 70 and eliminate the Electoral College. See, if they do this, then they don't have to pack the court. They just get everybody who's older than 70. Get them off and you can replace all of them. Gee, well, they're all such spring chickens. You can read this entire thing you can read it at glenbeck.com but i want you to read it you know the, the why did the lord give us the book of revelation why would he do that why would he tell us about all these horrible things that are coming 
Why would he give us all the signs? This is the one you look for. This is the one you look for. He didn't do it to scare us. He did it so you could screw your courage to the sticking place. He did it so you knew what was coming next. So you wouldn't be afraid. You would know. And you would know how it all ends. I believe I know how it ends. And it's good. But it's going to be a schlog to get there. They want us to. They want us to strike out. They want us to create chaos. We were so restrained during the Tea Party, and we think we didn't make a difference. Well, there's another one that I want you to read. This is from the, a different group. This is Obama's group. Do you remember when I said uh, the, um, uh, the Obama administration was doing, what was it? Uh, I can't remember the name of his, his group for President Obama. Um, oh, shoot. Organizing for Obama, I think. This is now organizing for action. And I said at the time, he's going to control the Democratic Party because he has all of the names and the phone numbers and all of the organizing lists. He's going to run it after he leaves office. That was a conspiracy theory. Well, here it is. Here it is. And this is organizing for action. This is President Obama's thing. Indivisible, a practical guide for resisting the Trump uh, agenda. For anyone who thinks we didn't win in the Tea Party, listen to this. What the Tea Party accomplished, the Tea Party organized to end hope for progressive reform under President Obama. Their members changed votes and defeated legislation. They radically slowed federal policymaking. They forced Republicans to reject compromise. They shaped national debate over President Obama's agenda. They paved the way for a Republican takeover in 2010 and Donald Trump today. These are real, tangible results by a group that was represented only by a small portion of Americans. They're using what we did as their way of organizing for action, except they're not grassroots. This works against them and for them. It works for them because they have millions of dollars, things that we never had. The organization is amazing. It's really quite awesome. But what they don't have is the truth what they don't have is the love of country they have the hate of something else the love of country is what drove all of us and we stayed disciplined how many times did they call you violent how many times did they just poke you and poke you and poke you and you never responded we wouldn't be here today if people were violent they need you to be violent. And they, even if you're not violent, they will say you are. But we are on a sacred journey together. And I'm telling you now, 
the hand of God will turn the Mississippi and make it run in the other direction if we need it and are worthy of it. We cannot become all that we despise. We are going to have to be very, very careful and very smart. This trap is set to snap around your neck. And it will kill the republic. We are, we are not asking God to be on our side. We must get down on our knees and humble ourselves. Pray that we do not get all that we deserve as a nation. Pray that he will at least turn his face a little bit towards us. As we commit to him to be on his side. These are his rights. Not ours. All right, I want to tell you about Rectech. They're our sponsor. They are the smartest, best grill out there. And I wish you could compare them in the store side by side. I really do. Because if you put them side by side, there is there's no comparison. No comparison. I mean, I, I can go into Home Depot or wherever you get your grills, and you can look at them. And, and they're nice. They're nice. But when you put a Rectech next to it, it is a, it's a different league. It's like your grandma's cook stove. Compared to like, I don't know, a wolf or a Viking or something like one of those great grills. Uh, This is the best grill out there by far because they don't have a middleman. They don't sell them in stores. So you have to go right directly to them. But they take that money that they would have given to a, a, a third party and they invest it in the grill which has allowed them to have the smart grill technology where you can control the whole thing from an app. It is amazing. It's beautiful, made with heavy stainless steel. You're going to want to grill and you're going to want to smoke food year round. It was made by grillers for grillers. Go to Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. That's Rectech.com. Find out what makes them, in my opinion, the best grill and smoker ever made? Rectech.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I want you to know that voices like mine and those that you trust on the right are going to be squashed right after the election. I want you to listen to this today from NPR. But this time, as Facebook's chief operating officer, Sheryl Sandberg, told All Things Considered this week, you know, these companies are concerned about what happens not just before the election, but also after November 3rd. Both Twitter and Facebook say they're now going to be cracking down on posts that say, for example, voting by mail is somehow fraudulent, Mm. posts that advocate violence to disrupt the transfer of power, or Mm. premature claims of victory. And they'll do that by either labeling or removing. We should say that some of these kinds of messages um, and spreading doubts have come from none other than the president of the United States himself. I mean, does, does that fact complicate things for these companies and what they can do? Well, you're right. We, we heard this again from President Trump this week at the debate. He suggested he might not accept the results of this election. You know, in the case of Facebook, this company has come around pretty reluctantly to the idea that they might have to somehow moderate what the president says. But they will. You're already seeing it. Jake Tapper, he wouldn't let the spokesperson for the president even speak 
yesterday. I mean, you thought Donald Trump was uh, interrupting a lot? You should see what Jake Tapper did. They can't have you here the other side. Please join us. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use Save Our Democracy as the promo code. Save 20 bucks. It's the Glenn Beck Program. AMAC. If you didn't know this, it is time to realize that AARP is not your friend. More importantly, uh, a lot of people don't know this, uh, but it's not the only choice you have. It's a long way from it. The best is out there. It's AMAC, A-M-A-C. It stands for the Association of Mature American Citizens, and it's not just a better choice than AARP. It's the best choice from you. When, when you have AMAC, you're going to get discounts on your car insurance, your hotels, your roadside assistance, dental plans, even cell phone service options that you might not otherwise have. Wouldn't you rather belong to an organization that actually fights for your values and stands up for your God-given freedoms, like the freedom of speech, the right to bear arms? That's AMAC. They'll fight the good fight. Become a member today. Benefits are great. Cause is greater. AMAC.com. Sorry, AMAC.us slash Beck. AMAC. A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. AMAC. Better for you. Better for America. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. This whole show today has been dedicated to something I am dubbing Red November. It's either going to, the elections will be all red and we'll have a clear victor in Donald Trump, or you're going to have fires in the streets, which will cause it to be red, or worse. Red November. It's all planned out, and we we showed you in their own words in this uh, election integrity project that they're uh, touting that is bipartisan. It was funded by George Soros. I had a senator on early this morning. It was Ron Johnson. I asked him, you're aware of this, of course. What are we doing? What is the federal government doing to prepare? He said nothing. Nothing. We're not doing anything. Why? Well, I, well, I'll let you decide that. But I'm not alone in the warning. And I'm not allow, alone in calling for somebody to start making plans. A guy who's been saying this for a while is Matthew Peterson. He's the founding editor of The American Mind and VP of Education at the Claremont Institute. He's just written an article in, for The American Mind, No Coup for You. We talk to him in 60 seconds. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. Everybody needs to save money right now. I mean, did you see that they've opened the uh, convention center up in Ohio for foreclosures? Where is Congress on this? Where Where is Congress? They told people you couldn't go to work. And then we're losing our houses? Anyway, if you're not in that situation, but you know you have to save money, um, even if you even if you are making money hand over fist because you're in the mask business, 
We all need to pay less and save money. Mortgage rates are the lowest they've been in years. If you have a mortgage that is 4%, even 3.5%, you should call American Financing because you're paying too much. If you have credit cards, consolidate those because you are, you're paying probably 18 20% for your credit card. I mean, that's nasty, especially when you can get it now in the twos. American Financing. Call them right now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Matthew Peterson is the Vice President of Education at the Claremont uh, Institute, and... Uh, and also the founding editor of AmericanMind.org and Claremont.org is where you can find him. Um, Matthew, I, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on today and uh, being so far ahead of, of this particular topic. We are in real trouble. Is that an accurate statement? Yes, absolutely. I can't thank you enough for being one of the few people willing to uh, talk about this in the, the last month. We are in real trouble, and what's uh, disturbing is everyone knows it. Everyone can see uh, what's going to happen, and they'll describe it in different ways, but we know that there is a very high probability that this election is not decided on election day. That's by design, changes in uh, voting procedures uh, by the Democratic Party, an enormous push midstream to change the rules and regs. And we know uh, what's going to happen after when Trump and others um, on the Republican side decide to fight it. And I, you know, I just heard on NPR this morning, they're already talking about, you know, what will Facebook do? What will Twitter do? Can they cut off the president's communication? So this is a, a constitutional crisis by design, and it's, uh, it's already uh, underway. So, Matthew, I, I talked to Senator Ron Johnson this morning about this, and I said, uh, what is the American government doing? And, and what, is, what, are the, what is the GOP doing? There's no one wargaming. They have been wargaming, and in their own words, they say that everything we've seen on the streets has just been dry runs to prepare them for what's coming at the election. We're not... <laughs> I mean, we don't survive as a republic if there's not a, a, a another side. Yeah, and what we're seeing is the consequence of of really years of uh, mismanagement and uh, you know head in the clouds uh, for the GOP. What strikes me is that. It, 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 over and over again, it, it, the debates, everything that's happened in the last few weeks, you see, besides Trump fighting for himself, there's just not a lot of, there's not a hell of a lot there. There's not the infrastructure. So as we said in this, uh, in this editorial, you know, where's the rights, George Soros? Where's the rights transition integrity project? Now, there's lots that the government should be doing, including, uh, you know, prosecuting uh, these groups that are committing acts of violence. But I, I will say, I mean, it's hard for anyone in the federal government to kind of put together a plan that's, that's flexible and broad enough. I mean, this is really a, an, election, uh, an election type thing, right? This is really what the campaign strategist should be doing. This is what your fusion GPS, if you have one, should be working on. But here's the problem, Glenn. We don't have one. 
We don't have our own uh, groups and infrastructure outside of the federal government working on these problems. And if we don't start, if we, if we don't start to create that infrastructure, uh, we're not only going to lose in November, we're going to lose forevermore. And that, I think, is the main problem. So what we need is uh, elites who are, you know, actually people in power on the right to come together and start to work on this. Okay. Because we, we, we don't have the infrastructure. So let me ask you this, though. There's, that's talking down the, the road. If, if this happens here, you've seen, you've read the report, the, the executive summary yep. spells it all out. Even if there's a clear Trump win... Mm-hmm. They are trying to change the the whole makeup of our system. And if they do win, it all changes. We will never see uh, the republic as we know it ever again. And that's not hyperbole, I believe. Uh, so what does the average person do? How do, how do we react to this when it begins? Well, the first the first thing is we need to be aware of what's going on, and we need to be talking about it, and we need to be calling it out. So, so that I think is is part of the effort that you know you're thankfully engaged in now is, is telling people, look, they're they're not hiding what they're about to do, and you're not going to hear this from the mainstream press, but it's clear, it's out in the open. Like the secret really is out in the open. You just need to interpret it the right way. But you know, I, I don't see any way around uh, us. Uh, we need leaders. We need people who are going to stand up and start uh, organizing uh, at, for uh, for activist type uh, yes. behavior. And we, we we need activism badly, right? There. If, if, so I was thinking this this morning on the way in. Look, if we called a meeting of all the groups like the left did, all their activist groups, and said, "Okay, we're all going to go protest in the streets." I mean, what would that list look like, right? Who would be on it? Now, we would have a list of some groups, right? Yes. But it would be nothing like what they Correct. have. It's out, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of union members, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I don't see any way around uh, people organizing for a kind of peaceful activism uh, there's no way around. We have to do that. We're going to have to create activist groups that, that organize people and that make our presence and our voice known. And we're going to need leaders for that. But, but leaders are made in situations like this where average people stand up and start to figure out ways to strike back. And, you know, we're also going to need uh, some of our uh, political figures beyond Trump uh, to to start talking about this more explicitly, and if they don't, uh, you know we're in trouble. And and this is a time for those in the Republican Party. I know a lot of those moderates are scared right now because they see the purge that's coming if if Biden wins. Uh, but we're going to have to have some courageous people stand up, and and I think a lot of folks will rally to them if they start saying the words. When you say we have to be able to strike back, how do you mean that? Well, I mean that I, I don't see a, a way around uh, making a presence in the streets known, having peaceful protests that counteract the protests of the left. Uh, I, I really, I, I would like to say, you know, something else, something more, you know, intellectual. But, but no, we need, we're going to need to be in the streets in some way, uh, making our presence known. And then also, we're but you going don't, to need but you, you don't mean with violence. No, I mean, I mean, peace, actual peaceful protest. Yeah, you, you, you're, you something modeled after Martin Luther King. Exactly. Got exactly. It. Okay. And, 
and I think that that would, um, you know, just just imagine the imagery, right? I mean, you saw this oh, a little bit happen with the statues. Uh, some of my my friends in, in Ventura, California, went and defended a statue of, of Saint Sarah. And, you know, they, they at least prevented the mob from ripping it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the city and cowardly officials got rid of it anyway, but, but they prevented it. And what you saw was, you know, families uh, and a lot of young men standing around the statue, and it was very peaceful, and just their mere presence was enough. To, and when you saw the, the video of it, you could see the juxtaposition of them standing there peacefully and then other people yelling and screaming. That's ultimately what's going to be needed, and that's hard because, look, on the right, as we, as we know, people are busy. They have a life. They have jobs. <clears throat> They're not paid to go out and do this. But I don't see a way around that. And, of course, there's more than, than just peaceful protesting in the streets. There's also the, the way you can organize online. And I think that we could, um, in our own way, make it hurt for the other side when they do things that we think are unacceptable. In, in what way? How do you mean? Well, I think that we're going to need a um, a kind of uh, a kind of boycott uh, movement. Not it's hard to go after big corporations, but to to swarm and make our displeasure known when someone uh, says something or does something that we think is reprehensible. Uh, again, this is not not something we are used to doing. We don't want to act like the left and cancel people, but we do, on the other hand, need to uh, have a public voice. And an example of that would be, for instance, uh, you had Michael Anton on, my friend and colleague from Claremont. Right. Uh, when people issue really veiled death threats against him on Twitter, mm-hmm. that means we raise a ruckus and we keep some pressure on various people who have made those statements. We don't forget about it. We don't let it go. Uh, but we we try to strike back in our way. Now, it, it, look, we we can't just we're not going to just do what the left does as a mirror image, right? Our, our protests would be in fact peaceful, but there are ways to do this, and if we don't start figuring it out, uh, we're in trouble. And l- like I say, it's hard because we don't have the, the infrastructure. We don't have the billionaires funding activist organizations, and we don't have the billionaires getting all the smart people in a room to, to game out right, the war game of, of what's going to happen and what, you know, how we could move chess pieces on the table, how we could possibly counteract this. These people with, and, and that's what's damning. The, the, the people with money on the right are, dis- are really shameful, shameful. Uh, they will be held responsible at some point in the afterlife, I think, for not doing everything they could to protect man's freedom. Uh, I cannot believe the way the billionaires uh, on the right uh, really rarely get involved in anything. Uh, it's, it's tragically sad. Uh, we're talking to Matthew Peterson, the founding editor of the American Mind, VP of Education in the uh, Claremont Institute. This really the one way that the right can organize quickly is if it was led by pastors and churches, because they already will be able to say peaceful and their their congregations will understand that and they will follow those uh, those um, uh, pastors and they'll follow them into hell if if the pastors have the spine to do it. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a very important point, and I, I think that uh, people of faith uh, need to realize that this is not a drill. You know, this is this is not uh, this is not an exercise a game. Um, the, the violent, 
you know, brown shirts that have been marshaled uh, mm-hmm. for the sake of political power by the left. I mean, it's only a matter of time. We already see churches, uh, you know, being uh, burned down. No one seems to be investigating or very interested in that. Uh, why are these? Why are people lighting churches on fire? Uh, we see this in, in at the margins. Uh, but it's only going to get worse. And, you know, it, it really is ridiculous at this point. We know where this goes. Yeah. And so if, if the churches do not step up now, uh, if they don't start to protest now to, to, uh, to counteract what's, what's happening, then we're going to be in a world of trouble very soon. And we know where it goes. I this know. Is, it's just like watching a, a train right, a train wreck in slow motion, as everyone's been saying. Everybody we knows. We can see this. Everybody knows. And so knows. We, we, we need people with the bravery. And what I would say is, if you stand up, I know so many examples of people in their job, uh, you know, in their church. If you stand up and start saying some of this, you would be surprised at how many people will rally to you. I mean, yes. obviously, it'd be prudent. We don't want people to, you know, just lose their job for uh, for yeah, yeah. the sake of nothing. But but I, there are many examples where you would be surprised if you're listening out there at how many people agree with you. And in fact, you know, a lot of these people agree with you, but they're scared. So what what you need need is, you know, uh, there's this ancient Greek uh, analogy, uh, and, and it comes from Homer. Everyone's in a retreat. Everyone's in a retreat in the Trojan War. And uh, Odysseus stops one of the guys who's leading the retreat, and he, he whacks them uh, with a stick and says, hey, we're going to stand our ground. And once they stand their ground, all of a sudden, everyone else starts standing around them. That's the way, the reverse of the mob mentality. That's how you stop mm-hmm. this. You need people standing up and people will rally around you. But if the churches don't do that soon, uh, you know, I mean, government already has incredible amount of power over, over worship. They don't care about religious liberty at all, and they're going to say, you're all hate groups anyway. Uh, we're talking to Matthew Peterson, founding editor of American Mind, VP of Education at the Claremont uh, Institute. I have one more question, but I, I, I need to take a one-minute network break. Could you hold... Just a sec, Doc. Absolutely. All right. Uh, back in just one minute. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Car Shield. Uh, you can just, you know, hope and pray that something's not going to go wrong with your car when your warranty goes out, but it, but it always does. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, it's not like you can go into Pet Boys and, and fix it yourself. Now, you have to have a computer that tells you what's wrong, and most likely it's a stupid computer chip, and those things are really expensive. You need to be covered by Car Shield. You're going to get the repairs you need. You'll be able to choose who does them. You're not going to have to wait for the check because they take care of it. They pay for it, uh, and they don't pay you back. Car Shield is covering over a million vehicles. Two of them are mine. I used to dread car repairs because it's just it's like, oh, geez, no, please get the peace of mind. Get coverage now. See why CarShield cars go further. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. It's carshield.com. Promo code BECK. A deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. So talking to Dr. Matthew Peterson, um, you mentioned you heard something on NPR. I heard the same thing, and I actually pulled it for the show today. Let me play it again, please. This is the audio from NPR today. 
But this time, as Facebook's chief operating officer, Sheryl Sandberg, told All Things Considered this week, you know, these companies are concerned about what happens not just before the election, but also after November 3rd. Both Twitter and Facebook say they're now going to be cracking down on posts that say, for example, voting by mail is somehow fraudulent, posts that advocate violence to disrupt the transfer of power, or premature claims of victory. And they'll do that by either labeling or removing. We should say that some of these kinds of messages um, and spreading doubts have come from none other than the president of the United States himself. I mean, does, does that fact complicate things for these companies and what they can do? Well, you're right. We, we heard this again from President Trump this week at the debate. He suggested he might not accept the results of this election. You know, in the case of Facebook, this company has come around pretty reluctantly to the idea that they might have to somehow moderate what the president says. That's a remarkable piece of audio, especially if you read any of the stuff that we've been telling you. I'm posting today at glenbeck.com. You can get it now. Uh, the the Transition Integrity Project, what they're saying they're going to do and already are doing. They're already in the press. But in their own in their own words and in their documents, they talk about the um, that they have to find a way to silence any voice that can rally people. Uh, and they talk about first going to those people and asking for their better angels. Well, I haven't had a phone call from anybody on the uh, the uh, Transition Integrity Project. Uh, I don't think Ben Shapiro has. I don't think uh, Stephen Crowder has. Can you can you give me your opinion on the silencing of voices? I'm lucky because I have radio. But silencing of voices online by just shutting down our pipes. We'll still be online, but no one will see us in social media. Do you believe that's going to happen after election? Yeah, I think we know. I mean, let's believe what they're telling us, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the big tech companies are have been nervous since 2016. They were blamed uh, obviously for Trump's win, and they've had powerful forces in America going after them uh, every day for four years ever since. Remember, the Internet was great and wonderful uh, when Obama was president, and then when it blew up in their face when Trump won, all of a sudden digital technology is terrible, and they came down on these companies. And sadly, of course, uh, a lot of these companies broke. A lot of them didn't need much pressure to turn to the left. And so we, we will see how far they go. I would say a, a, a silver lining here is NPR is running this story because they're still trying to put pressure on uh, Facebook, right? I mean, the reason they're running this story is, is also to put the tech companies on notice to keep constant pressure on them mm. uh, to, to, to do what they want them to do. Mm. And, uh, and so that's, uh, that's notable. It's not as if um, the tech companies are all one thing, but they certainly are not on our side. They certainly yeah. know what they're supposed to do and say. And unlike the right, the left maintains pressure on them. Yeah. And we haven't done that. To the extent we started talking about it, it led to great results. But again, we, we need leaders who are willing to stand up to them. Thank you very much, Dr. Matthew Peterson. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> we got a lot of work to do in a very short time. When a significant amount of your time is being spent in pain, uh, the thing you're constantly looking for, which eludes you, is pure and simple hope. That's it. And it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're down and there is no one. But I have to tell you, there is hope because I've been there. I have suffered some version of what you're suffering and we're all we all go through it. It took learning about trying relief factor 
for me to get my life back. I am lucky to be married to the greatest woman ever. And she said, I'm not going to listen to you whine anymore. You got to try everything. I said, I have tried everything. She hadn't tried this relief factor. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. I didn't think it would work. 70% of the people who try go on to order more. I've ordered it now for the last two and a half years. Order the three-week quick start. See if it works for you. 70% of the people who do it, they order more because it works. Kick the pain out of your life and get your life back now. We need you in the game. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. Call now. You truly want to understand what we've been talking about today and know it inside and out? Just go listen to my specials all on demand, last night's Glenn Beck program. Gotten several emails today. I didn't even know what camera shot gets my desk here behind the, uh, the monitors. Is there one? I don't. Somebody uh, uh, shot that I had my scriptures, and I know I said that. I don't usually do a show with my scriptures open, um, and I mentioned that earlier today. And somebody said um, I saw them, and I wanted to know what you were reading, so I could read um, with you. And there's a a couple of scriptures that I go to. Uh, for my job and I I try to follow this and I I screw it up all the time but there's a couple of stories and the first one is in uh, in Acts and it's why it's it's when Paul who I just adore he's going to Rome and he's a slave on the ship and uh, or a prisoner on the ship and he is um he says we, 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 we shouldn't leave. There's going to be a massive storm, and it's going to be real trouble, and we shouldn't leave. And nobody listens to him because he's a prisoner. Who's going to listen to him? And they reject it, and he knows they're in trouble. The voyage goes on, and he just is of good cheer. Everybody, Nobody listened to him, and he knew what was coming. And then... After he warned, he was just comforting and kind and of good cheer. And then when the storm came, those people remembered and they brought him to the captain because they said, you know, there was a guy who knew this uh, and we just miss him. And the captain said, who is he? He said, he's a prisoner. Bring him up. If we obey with exactness, we will gain unshakable hope. I wrote up at the top of these, is this courage or is this faith? I don't know what comes first. And the other page is Romans 1 through 32. 
And it is, it's how Paul made a difference. He greeted everyone with his testimony. As I started today talking about what I know to be true in my faith. And then he taught people with affection. He warned them. He showed them proof of history. He then showed them their current situation and warned them. And then he left them with hope and a promise. May I this one day complete that entire journey and leave you with a message today of hope and a promise. I know what comes. I know it's going to be hard. I know you feel alone and beaten up. I know you're tired. We have all grown old in our service of our country. But it's been worth it. As I told you today, there is the action plan written by the Obama people. He's the first president that didn't leave Washington. He started his own grassroots resisting the Trump agenda. This is a document that is available at glenbeck.com. But in it, he speaks about the Tea Party and what the Tea Party accomplished. It organized to end hope for the progressive reform under President Obama. This is their own writing. They changed votes and defeated legislation. They radically slowed federal policymaking. They forced Republicans to reject compromise. They shaped the national debate over President Obama's agenda. They paved the way for the Republican takeover in 2010 and Donald Trump today. Quoting, these are real, tangible results by a group that represented only a small portion of Americans. In the opening pages of their plan to resist Trump. They salute you. The media and everybody else has made you feel small and insignificant. The yelling and the battle back and forth has just made you sick to your stomach. The six weeks of shutdown that are now, what, entering six months of shutdown? have beat so many people into oblivion financially. They want you to believe that you and America is on the rocks. Well, it's not on the rocks. But it is the Titanic, and we have hit the iceberg. But we can save those on board. We have enough lifeboats. Things as we know it may go down. So be it. We can build another ship. We can build a better ship. 
We need to save what's truly of value. Our friends, our family, our children, our future, our freedom. It's going to be interesting to watch how the days of the days that have been predicted so long ago as they begin to unfold in front of us and we all see it it's going to be amazing to watch I personally don't want to be here for it but I fear I will be but it's going to be amazing to watch because he has promised us we have like sheep gone astray and we are listening to another shepherd's voice I serve only one master. I have only one king, one rule. There is one set of laws that supersede all the other laws. And those laws always bring me to peace and understanding and compassion. I truly feel sorry for those who have already been lost on the other side. And I'm not talking about the Democrats. There are those that are lost that are Republicans and those that are lost that are independents. The despair that you have to feel to buy into this kind of a plan must be overwhelming. No matter what anybody says, this nation is blessed. This land is a blessed land. And an unrighteous people will not be able to allowed to be allowed to possess this land. And if it means that all of us are washed off for God's purposes, then we are all washed off. But if we just turn back to him and we Beg his forgiveness. He will show us the way. His mighty arm will be seen by all of us in the days to come. Let's be worthy of being the people who were lucky enough to stand and see it. It may not feel like it at times. But we're blessed to live at this time. Let's make the most of it. Be the best person we can possibly be. And while others are not listening to us, they reject us. They lock us in the hold of the ship, even though we know that ship is going down. If we are of good cheer, if we are comforting, 
if we don't act like the rest that have gone insane, people will remember. And when they are truly afraid, they will come to you. The only thing I fear is God. When you get there, you will have hope. Because he is the only thing that isn't a lie. Uh, you can read all of the documents, uh, all of the documents uh, that I've been talking about today at glenbeck.com. You can also see uh, how I broke it all out on a chalkboard. I urge you to watch the, at least the three, the last three specials on Glenbeck TV at Blaze TV. They're on demand right now. If you want to really understand it, you should watch the impeachment special because it it is an amazing thing. All of the specials that we've done over the last year have all tied into this. I mean, we didn't know it at the time, but I feel we were really guided on that. Make sure you join us at the blaze blaze TV.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code, save our democracy, um, you can save $20. I want to talk to you about gold line. <laughs> wondering if I should tell you the story. I, uh, I had a hard weekend last weekend because I was thinking about finances and I was thinking about what is, what do I do because I feel that there are roles to play after things go crazy that um, my job will change. And, um, and I didn't know what to do with certain things. And I was reading I was just reading about gold and treasure in the scriptures. And I was so confused and I thought, what do I, what do I do? It's not the love. It's not gold. It's the love of gold. And the reason why the gold, gold is mentioned in the scriptures in those days is because of the love of gold. But God knew then and he knows now Gold is the standard that the world always returns to. And now gold, right now for a few days, gold has been going down. It is going to go up. And I think it's going to go up uh, bigly, to quote a man I'm now a fan of. Uh, and I suggest you call Goldline now. They have been doing a special for a couple of weeks. This is the last week. It ends is today, Thursday. It ends tomorrow. Every MS-62 $5 Liberty coin order, I don't know what MS-62 is, but I think these are the coins I buy, um, will, you will get a free, you'll get free silver with every coin. It's a great way for you to pick up free silver along the way because gold, I think, is going to be so expensive at some point. I, I mean, can you break a $5,000 bill? No. You're going to need some silver along with it, I think. At least this is my opinion. Don't listen to me on this stuff. I'm horrible with finances. Goldline. Call 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Do it now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
This is the Glenn Beck program. Let's go to uh, Jeff in California. Hi, Jeff. How you doing, Glenn? Uh, yeah, so I was just listening to your radio show, and uh, I caught you uh, going into that speech. And, uh, you know, I just got to uh, commend that. You know, I'm, I'm a, I consider myself an independent. You know, grow, when I was younger, I was more liberal. Now that I'm older, I've gotten a lot more conservative. Yeah. But uh, I feel like in, in the times that we're in now, the political divide and everything that, you know, people have been going through, uh, you know, we're all pretty exhausted at this point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not particularly a religious person, but, um, you know, the call for all of us to just, hey, we all need to just remember that, you know, we can't let this animosity manif- manifest into who we are. You know, we all just yeah. need to remember to be the best yes. us that we can be. You yes. know, I think that's the perfect message for both sides. And again, as an independent, I think I speak for both sides when I say this you know, where we're at now has just kind of gotten out of hand and, you know, everyone has to remember to just kind of, you know, tone it down a little bit and, you know, don't forget who you are. Yeah. Jeff, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I always say that um, much of my life, I forgot uh, who I was. I had become a man that I had allowed myself to become, not the person that I really was. And uh, if we... If we know the difference between those two, we're going to make this. Um, All of the documents that I talked about today, I urge you to burn them to a hard drive, save them, send them to friends. Make sure you follow Paul's uh, uh, pattern, as I uh, showed you earlier. Um, And if you're wondering, okay, what do I what does that mean? What do I do? The good place to start is the preparedness guide to the Marxist revolution. I wrote this back in summer and it's a good place to start also at glenbeck.com. This is the Glenn